because they're all, uh, they're all clearly described if we neglect them, what will happen. And so that's why I want to show you quickly. You probably know Matthew 6 talks about put your treasures in verse 19. Matthew 6, 19 says this, Don't lay up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust decay, uh, and where thieves break in and steal. So look at this. Either I ask the Lord to control my treasures, or they'll get stolen. You say, what do you mean stolen? Well, if nothing else, pride out of your hands at death, right? You can't take it with you. No one ever has. No one ever will. You can send it ahead. You can't take it with you. If I don't give the control of my treasures to the Lord, they will get stolen. Either thieves will come or they'll get rusted or moth-eaten or they'll just get pried out of my rigor-morticized hands by probate court or my relatives. You know what I mean? See, either we submit all that we have to his control or we lose it. Now, keep going. Uh, look at Romans 12. This is Paul. By the way, the disciples got this. Did you know that every one of the themes of, of the Lord's Prayer, the focus on God and worshiping him, the, his consecration, control me, his guidance, you know, lead me, the provision, pray for his provision, protect me, the spiritual warfare, every one of those themes of the Lord's Prayer are woven through the epistles. Here's this one, the consecration one. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, Romans 12, 1 and 2 says, by the mercies of God, that you present your what? What does your Bible say? Ah, that's me saying, Lord, control my body. If not, if I don't let the Lord control my body, then I will not be able to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. What does that mean? I'll waste my life. I'll end up being at the other end of life. The end, the, the no time left. The time when everyone's whispering. You notice they're all around you whispering in the hospital room. You know something's happening. And I will look back at my life, and I will think, what, what do I have for my life? A whole pile of concert tickets and movie tickets and and trinkets. I mean, do you ever go into ICU and see people sitting there with, with all their trophies? I mean, I've been doing this 37 years. I've been with many people as they died. I never saw anybody laying in bed hugging their trophies. I never saw anybody there laying with all their stock certificates, you know. I, I never saw them all holding tightly their 50-year gold watch, their Rolex that they got for 50 years at the corporation. Do you know the only thing they're holding on to? People they love. Did you know the Lord says you'll get to the end of life and it will be wasted living if you don't say, I want to present my body back for your control. Here's another thing he said. My motivations as you hold my body. Look at 1 Corinthians 6, 19 and 20. Uh, what's amazing is the Lord says, uh, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God? You are not your own. You were bought at a price. You were bought so you can glorify God in your body. My motivation for life that I want God con to control is that I want to glorify God. And if I don't acknowledge he bought me for a purpose, then my way in life will be tainted by self interest, and I'm not glorifying God. See, my motivation for life has to be 
uh, 6, 19, and 20, bought at a price, verse 20, glorify God. That's my motivation. I was bought, I want to glorify. If I, the only way I can do that is to keep stepping into that circle of surrender and saying, God, control my motives so I can glorify you. Here's another one, uh, 2 Corinthians 10. And boy, I think this is a real challenge because uh, the Lord says everything spiritually comes from our minds. That is the spiritual realm. And the only way that, that it operates correctly is to not allow our minds to be all over the place, but to be under the control. Our thoughts have to be under the control of Christ. And, and look what it says in verse 5. Casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity. Thoughts controlled. If I don't have my thoughts controlled, James says that I'm double-minded, dipsukas. I have two operating systems, and I'm unstable in all my ways, and I'm like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. It's just like whichever the way the wind's blowing. And did you know that's how so many people are? They're just trampling uh, or, or going like a herd toward whatever the newest thing is. They are, they are not captivated by Christ. They're going with the crowd. And if the crowd's all doing this, they're doing it too. And they don't even know why. They just are going with the crowd. And there's, see that, I just think that that woman shocked at her son is such a graphic, she said, everything that he used to live for, he's, he's not even interested anymore. Really? I mean, kind of. She said he still plays sports and he's still really good, but it isn't what he's living for. His thoughts are under Christ's control.